by Riverside. Welcome to the PA Turn Pod. This is episode number 96 as we inch our way closer to the century mark. He is Joel. I am Rob. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Friday. You always look forward to your days off, so I'm pretty ecstatic. How about you? I'm good. This is the uh, the first of your two days off, right? Yes, sir. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Our our days off are still staggered, but we're close. I'm uh tomorrow is my first of two days off, although I anticipate this weekend being a pretty busy one. Ah. But you got the best two days off though. You get to watch football in its entirety. I guess. I, I do I did like when I had uh Friday Sunday off, but it works out better for my home life to have uh Saturday Sunday off. Oh yeah. Yes, especially when you have a partner for sure. Yeah. It also makes it easier to hire because it's almost impossible to find people that'll work just like one weekday during the day. And then yeah, it's, it's just easier for me to work all the weekdays. Yeah. My bad. Um, you just got off of work though. Are you feeling yes. good? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not tired for some reason. Last week I was really tired when I got home. And I think we both were last week felt like one of those like 1130 at night ones we used to do, even though yeah. we did it at what, like five thirty, six o'clock. Yeah. It was just a long day in general so it's one of those first you know first pot of the year and it's like seven days <laughs> in and you're like all right here we go that's right yeah we took we took a couple of weeks off yeah my, my day was pretty productive at work i didn't um i didn't really have a lot of downtime i had a uh a pallet show up in my back door at like 11 in the morning and then another ups thing showed up and I was doing, I, I like made myself a project to fix a lot of the, uh, the inventory at my store. So I, uh, mm-hmm. I spent like an hour and a half on that and like an hour separating stuff. So by the time I like sat down to eat lunch, which I didn't even get a chance really to do, it was like three o'clock. So the day went by pretty quickly. <laughs> do you normally eat lunch? Like say around noon, it's like a scheduled thing. I've been trying to, um, to bring something every day for breakfast. So I don't get hungry until like one o'clock. Yeah. Truth be told, I don't really eat lunch in general, except I brought something today because I was like, you know what? I'll be, I'll have some time. Nope. I usually eat lunch. The only time <laughs> I really eat lunch is um, I try to eat three meals <clears throat> when I work and open to close on Wednesdays. I'm uh, I'm at another location from nine to eight. So I try to have a breakfast, try to eat around like one and then eat or get around six. Now as you like, as you go to mainly bring home food or do you stop buying pick something up or do you just deliver um have it delivered to the job it's a good question I, i've gotten um, it varies food though, right? delivered occasionally yeah i don't really get food delivered because the apps are you're paying like ten dollars or like twelve dollars between like fees delivery tax all this stuff Crazy. plus they jack the prices up it's absurd i, I was looking on there a few weeks ago i got was you know what it's been a good week i can i can afford a uh one eating out <laughs> The the one of the places I um I, I have gotten food from before was a sushi joint around the, the store I'm normally at. It's called Sushi X. It's really good. Fourteen ninety nine delivery fee. I was like, nope, nope. And, Not uh, to mention the tip. Yeah, at that point, yeah, four, fifteen dollar delivery. Now I deleted the app. It's no longer on my phone. I'm never using Uber Eats again <laughs> because that that just scared me off. But I usually I I will um 
it's probably not the healthiest thing in the world, but I'll grab like a sizzling in the morning, like every once in a while from Wawa. Otherwise, I'll just bring like a muffin or something. And then um, I usually, like this week I had, um, I usually bring like cold cuts and stuff, like a sandwich. Mm, all right, all right. Yeah, this year I'm just trying to, well, we're at my current location. We don't have a fridge since like mid-November. Can you just like it's... put it outside? <laughs> yeah, right. I would, but then get animals nearby. That's true. Literally and figuratively. People and just coworkers. Steal shit off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't have a fridge at the house. So mm. we have a mini fridge that I used back in college. So we're just storing stuff like that. So I can't have anything that freezes. So it kind of sucks. How many coworkers can't really do you cook. Like how many no, people no, would share home. the space? Oh, at home. Home, home, home. Oh, at you work. Fridge at home. Oh, geez. Yeah, at I home. I thought you meant at work. Oh, no. Nah, at work, dude, there's a fridge there. If it, You have to have your name on it. Yeah. No name is free game. Yeah, when I worked at Target, everybody would bring their food in and put it in this one little fridge in the break room. But you would have to either like staple your bag shut, put it in like a, <laughs> oh, like a lunch bag, or like write your name on it. Or put a lock on it. <laughs> you can't yeah, luckily, it. The, the, we have many fridges where I work, but there's never more than like two people in the store at once anyway. So if someone, someone just takes out my sandwich and starts eating it, I would just kill them. <laughs> Outright disrespectful. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, I'm like... You, there's no point of like, did you eat my shit? It's like, why? <laughs> Wait, yeah, who who did this? Why did you eat it? And are you gonna pay me back? <laughs> like, what's like the, the hell um, happened? It's like the picture of SpongeBob looking around for SpongeBob because there's a wanted sign behind him, and it's a picture of himself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, this year I just had a. I do home cook food because we don't have a fridge. I just mm. usually go to Wawa or I'll stop by Chipotle. I've done that for like a week straight. But I try to like have it somewhat healthy, even though it's not really healthy. It's now, hard there was sometimes. A, yeah. There was the Cadoba nearby. I'd probably indulge more because obviously the sides are free. Well, the guac is free and the queso is free. I think the important stuff is free. Yes. And but, sometimes uh, they just give you extra meat without you asking. I went to Cadoba like uh, a month and a half ago. I think I told you this. It was like a month and a half ago. And they, mm -hmm. the lady just gave me like three scoops of chicken. And she's like, You asked for double, right? I was like, No. She's like, Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> what a queen what a queen and the only problem is at that point it just falls apart the second you start eating it so you're better off just getting a bowl anyway yeah that's true that's true but i have been on the burrito kick for a while I haven't had I one tried in a while. bowl. i tried I a bowl since last year yeah it is, it is bulking <laughs> season yeah the winter time is like the best time to put on a little bit of mass yes but i but i am fasting and uh yeah it's going well how's that going working well how do you do that how, how are you um what is your like method of doing so? Is it just because, is it out of necessity because you can't eat or are you it's doing a, it on purpose? It's actually, well, I try to go into the mindset of doing so to you know start the new year, but not only the year, but like a lifestyle, but it also worked out because we don't have a fridge at home. So it kind of limits what I can and cannot eat and when yeah. I can eat. And then my, as you know, my job and my commute is basically almost roughly around 10 hours total. So I try to do like a, 14 hour fast and then okay. 10 hour feeding window but i'm not eating for like throughout the yeah, 10 hours the entire time you just give yourself a window once i'm full in that window say within the first five hours i'm full i'm pretty much fasting from that point on and then it just kind of alternates the next fast and feeding time you know it's and funny it's i used to well. i used to kind of fast at work because i didn't know how to cook and i, <laughs> I was working i was working so like sparingly that i didn't have any money for food so yeah. I would just not bring food to work. <laughs> oh, dude, that's sad. No way. So I would work like, at, at this point, I was not working very often. I was only working like maybe two, three days a week. 
Mm -hmm. I was there for like six to 10 hours, depending on like what time of the month it was. And I would just never bring food, drink water. And like, maybe sometimes get a coffee in the morning, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing the, I'm evidently the first rule of doing dry January is having to tell everybody you're doing it. Cause I feel like, I feel like a CrossFit or vegan person because anytime it Wait. almost like kind of comes up, I mentioned Wait, what's, it. What's dry January? It's where you don't drink during January. Like alcohol? So, um, yeah. Alcohol. Or juice? Or I'm just actually not taking, I'm just not taking showers. That's how I'm doing dry January. <laughs> no, I, um, I'm not indulging in alcoholic beverages until, um, honestly, I don't even need to in February. It's not like I'm setting a date and then like on February 1st, I'm going to, Go to go to town. Maybe Super Bowl Sunday, like that whole weekend. Maybe that'll be a thing. But Valentine's, um, little yeah, wine. Obviously, I drank enough on New Year's Eve to to sh- spread it out <laughs> over January anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but a friend of mine brought it up to me uh, at New Year's Eve. He was like, "I'm going to do dry January." I was like, oh, "Screw it, I'll try it too." Dry I mean, January. It honestly, makes no difference to my life. Oh, did we lose Rob? Did I lose you? Oh, there we go. <laughs> there right. he is. I thought I was. I thought you were so appalled by my uh, my declaration that you were just like, "What?" Speechless. I think you just had a moment of like, "Wait, what the heck yeah. am I doing?" Dry January. That's gonna that's gonna sound great on audio. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, how shall we um, commence the uh, today's uh, festivities? I mean, we have a bunch to cut. Not really a bunch, but notable things have happened. Best. Yeah, there's been a lot. Uh, luckily, baseball has kind of slowed down, so we can kind of focus on football and basketball for the time being. Yeah, Just for sure. saw your ranking list that we're doing at the end of the episode, so I'm going to on the fly put my list together. Which um, one are we doing? The QBs uh, or the t- the draft? Um, ah, geez, I want to do both. Let's do the draft next week because this uh, the, the QBs is more um, on par with uh, – because we're just going to be fewer to pick from next week. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to go from a top, whatever, top 14 to a top 10. Yeah, yeah, or for top, sure. Uh, top eight, I guess. And it kind of goes in hand in hand with our, like, I guess, first topic top yeah. of the, of the you know, episode. Yes. And we forgot to mention, like, last week you had something pressing, wanted to add. And then, as you said, we were just tired and we were just going through it and, it wasn't until after we stopped recording, it just dawned on us like, yep. oh, wait, we never mentioned what I think we probably previewed in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. I even met, I made a comment as we were approaching the um, the playoff picture thing last week. I was like, oh, I have, I have something to talk about with the quarterbacks. So I'll bring it up now because there's no better time than the present. Um, so well, this is a weird one. And I, I, I some people have suggested it has to do with Tom Brady leaving the AFC. I think it's just a coincidence. I don't think it's really has anything to do with him. Um, yeah. Cause if not for him, it would just be six and not seven. How's this for um, some food for thought? All seven of the AFC starting quarterbacks. Now two of them are injured. So I'm kind of cheating, but all seven yeah. of the starting quarterbacks for this, for the, um, well, they wouldn't have made the playoffs without him anyway. So the, the, the starting quarterbacks for all seven AFC playoff teams, all first round picks, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I don't have all the exact um, spot that they went. Here, but I know Mahomes went around like 11 or 12. Josh Allen was a top 10 pick. Joe Burrow went first. Trevor Lawrence went first. Justin Herbert went like, what, fifth? Tua went like fourth. And Lamar Jackson was the final pick of his draft, of, of the first round. Mm-hmm. So all seven AFC guys are former first round picks. And only one of the NFC guys was, um, which is Daniel Jones, who I think most people would probably have ranked sixth or seventh in the NFC as in terms of uh, playoff quarterbacks. Maybe, well, 
maybe fifth or sixth, but um, Jalen Hurts was the second round pick. Uh, Brock Purdy was the final pick in the entire draft. <laughs> Tom Brady, of course, was the, I think, the sixth quarterback taken in his draft. He went in the sixth round. Kirk yeah. Cousins was a fourth rounder the same year they drafted uh, RG3. They drafted him as a backup. Dak Prescott was a fourth round pick. Geno Smith was a second round pick, albeit one of the first two quarterbacks off the board. And Daniel Jones was the only first round pick in the NFC in the playoffs. So, how about that? Just a random, weird thing. And. I don't know yeah. how to explain that. Maybe the AFC is the worst conference because all the teams suck enough to get first <laughs> for number one picks and they use them on quarterbacks. And it seems Honestly. like the new trend is taking quarterbacks in the top five, um, obviously spearheaded by the, um, the Goff and Wentz draft when everybody moved, when the two teams moved up and, you know, the previous year when Mariota and Winston went early. Yeah. And even the um, 2020 draft when we got, who was it? Um, uh, Joe Burrow went in the first round, Tua, Herbert, um, Mac Jones, Mac, Mac Daddy Jones. Mac Jones may have been the next year. Maybe I'm an idiot. Oh um, wait, but uh, the San Fran quarterback. Yeah, Trey Lance went in the first round. Um, obviously Lawrence, Lawrence and Fields went in the same draft. Zach Wilson. So it's an interesting little dynamic. Um, it, it's crazy. Tom Brady's arguably the best quarterback that ever lived, and he was drafted in the sixth round. <laughs> yeah, right. And if, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones, wasn't that like an uproar of a reach at the time, to an extent, yeah. I thought he he was um, he fell into the Mitch Trubisky category where it was like, why why did they do that? I mean, granted, <laughs> the other quarterbacks in that draft didn't really work out. Um, True, I'm struggling to think of really any of them. The only one I know of is Dwayne Haskins, who you know unfortunately passed. But at the time that he was playing, he really wasn't he wasn't going to be a starter this year anyway. So, I mean, such so an interesting thing. Yeah, for real. And I mean, look, it worked out for every team here. So, I mean, all the AFC teams, yeah. I think you can count on them being good mm -hmm. for, you know, years to come. It would give or take with Jacksonville, but I think they're on the right path. And then in the NFC, all those teams, you can't really argue with any of those teams being bad next year. I'm sorry, you can't argue that they'll be bad next year. I mean. Maybe Seattle. No, Seattle's pretty good. They were I don't know. I question. I question them going forward because Tyler Lockett's so old and DK. It, it's an interesting team, and I don't even know if Geno can replicate what he did this year. But And I, I'm not sold on Purdy, but they have Garoppolo there who just never loses. So, I mean, I don't think Brady might come back either. Yeah, that's true. I, I think they're, they're in such a win-now mode, they're going to want to get somebody in there that can play quarterback and do it at a high level, so. And I mean, I don't know if you saw the, the the list on Twitter, which will basically is kind of a foreshadowing of our ranking of the playoff quarterbacks. But there's a graphic going around on Twitter of the NFL starting quarterbacks ranking out of the 14. Dak Prescott. Tell me to find a pen that friggin' works. <laughs> Dak Prescott is at the bottom half of that 14th list. Yeah, he's on this. So, I mean, it's kind of, let me see. Well, where quick. did you have him ranked when we did the quarterbacks in uh, in August? I think I had him right around 12. Mid? Yeah, uh, I, I got to look back and see how I had these yeah. guys ranked. I'm really uh, fascinated because I definitely didn't have Purdy in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, we're still trying to, I bet you I deleted the thing like an idiot. I, I deleted, deleted it, it for sure. Yeah, I definitely deleted these. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it. But to see that Dak Prescott's right here ranked 12 out of the 14th quarterbacks remaining. Yeah, that's, me, that's, little, that's that's interesting. Little suspect, but I mean, we talked about it when Derek Carr got benched. I'm like, wait, that Prescott had arguably worse stats, yeah, or more interceptions anyway than uh, Derek Carr yet. Yeah, Derek Carr is what we got. Now, X. I have a question for you. 
Um, I don't mean to foreshadow too far, but we're going to do this list as a, at the end of the episode. But I yeah. got to work on it during. Are we going with um, how good are they right now? Like how how we expect them to play during the playoffs? No, um, like basically the player, the quarterback you want on your team. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming I'm picking these quarterbacks for the stretch run here and ranking them in, in such a way. Yeah, like, in if a vacuum, you had a I guess. like if you had a choice to get to the playoffs, are you picking Mahomes or Purdy? Fair. And then and, and so forth and so forth. You're comparing them. It's basically like a draft. Man, this the AFC list is so loaded with names. Tell me about it. Are we doing um, – we're, we're going I'm, with the starters, right? So uh, Lamar. Who's, and, who's actually playing? Oh, like, okay, so Skylar weekend. Thompson and um, – Thompson and Huntley are on there. Huntley. Um, who else is on this list? Yeah, but that's the thing, though. The graphic has uh, Lamar Jackson up there. I'm like, all right. And this was according to uh, Dan Orlovsky. Okay. You know, your boy, the guy who says John all the time. Moron. <laughs> guy who can't handle, like, a spice. He can't have, handle peppers. I'm not talking about jalapeno. I'm talking about like salt and pepper. He can't even handle pepper. Oh, I thought you food. meant like like Julius Peppers, like sack him twelve times in his career or something like that. <laughs> he can't handle the back of the end zone either because he just runs out of it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm already screwed my list up. Then if Lamar is going to be counting here, yeah, we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. Um, but all right, uh, let's just move on to the big topic in baseball, though, dude. Carlos Correa. <laughs> What's going on? We laugh every time we see it. Oh, we'll do it live. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably one of the greatest things I've seen. I think it was on E Bombs World. I think I first saw that. Was that that Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill O'Reilly. I thought so. Yeah. He tried to go through the teleprompter, couldn't get it right. (laughs) Do it live. I'll write it and I'll do it live. You ever see the uh, the Chris Berman one where he's pissed off? People are walking back and forth. Oh, man. There's a video on YouTube. It's called like Boomer as a Potty Mouth or something. And um, it's just him cursing about everything. And then there's one of him telling a story about how he would, like, illegally get drugs from Mexico or something. What? Boomer's a trip. Yeah, you got to check it out. Boomer a Sizen or? No, what? like like um, Chris Berman. Oh, my God. That's great. But, yes, uh, Carlos Correa. Uh, the the four-strike rule, as uh, it is now known in the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> so he failed his physical with the Giants. And the Mets said, we don't care. And then they cared. And then he failed yeah. his physical there. And then in the end, he signs a six-year, $200 million contract with four vesting options with the Twins. Uh, so technically, if all of those options vest, which a vesting option means it's a performance-based option. It's not like an arbitrary thing. It's not like the team says, yeah, we want you back. No, it's like if you hit this number of games or you you did this and this and this, the option will, will just – it's a conditional option. So it'll kick in. It'll kick in on its own. So it, it could be 10 years, $270 million. Uh, I don't know if there's any opt-outs. Maybe you know. Uh, I didn't really research the contract too much because it kind of confused me. But in the end, he ends up back where he was before. So Insane. What a weird thing. I don't know, man. It... I, I was like gung-ho over him when the season st- <clears throat> Excuse me, when the offseason started before my voice cracked. Um, <laughs> and I don't know what – I don't even know what to think of him now. I'm glad we didn't go after him. Yeah, or I like agree. get him. God, God! Imagine going after him, waiting on a physical, and then Turner <sighs> gets signed, um, Bogart gets signed. Then you oh, realize, yeah, yeah. oh wait, these knees are shot. Get him yeah, out of here. And I'm stuck with you know, I don't even know a 
Can you let go, uh, Segura? <laughs> Jose Iglesias is my shortstop now. Or um, oh, the or guy Elvis, from the Elvis Cardinals. Andrews or somebody. Yeah. Oh or my Sosa. god. Yeah, and, yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah. And I, I'm in a way, I'm, I'm still not thrilled with the contract they gave to Trey Turner. I still think it's a lot, uh, but, oh, yeah. but it's market value. And, and in seven years, it'll be like the average contract size, probably anyway, with the way the money is now. Well, he um, might outperform it. So, but I, I, really I'd hurt. much rather take my chances with him than a guy who's already, not, I don't even think he's 30 yet, and he's already having issues with physicals. Turner's been pretty durable throughout his career. So, yeah, I mean, to me, the Twins are like just desperate to make a splash, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the guy didn't want to be there. He clearly just took that, opted out of whatever his contract was originally. Clearly went for the money with the Giants. That fell through. Then he went all the way to the East Coast. Yeah, what a weird. He and goes then, from cold to hot to like kind of cold back to cold. <laughs> and then goes to Minnesota because nobody else wanted him, honestly. No one went for it. And they were like, yeah, we'll take him back. I don't care. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. I wouldn't take him back. If I'm you left, I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm not paying you now. But no, then again, I, I'm glad that they put the vesting options because now it's just ensuring themselves like, if you don't live up to this, you're out. No, I, I think it's a really good idea for them. And honestly, six years, even though it's a lot of money, was it six years, 200? It's about 33 million a year, 33 and a half, 33, about, yeah. like a quarter. Um, that's not a huge investment and it's a movable contract in the event that they, if he's still decent and they need to get out from beneath it, they will be able to trade him. It's not yeah. the, um, it's not like the trout contract or the Harbor contract where it's, it's forever. And it's a lot of money. He, it's six years of pretty, it's a sizable amount of money and a sizable deal, but he won't be completely toast at the end of it. You don't think so. I mean, it could be a good contract for the twins. He could go on to have four really healthy seasons, one kind of healthy season, and one not so healthy season, and I think they would consider it a success as long as they make the playoffs. I would imagine, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's the other part about it. Does this make them a, a playoff contender, or at the very least, being competitive in that AL Central and winning? I think, so I, I checked the odds earlier when I came up with this thought. They're third in the odds behind um, behind Cleveland, who won it last year, and uh, the White Sox, who won it two years ago. But it's not a wide thing. Like if you look at the NL East, it's like it's Braves, Mets, Phillies, bleh. There it's those three teams all bunched together and then the other two kind of far behind. So mm -hmm. I think that gives them a, as good a shot as ever. I mean, they have a really, really good lineup. I think they project to have seven guys with a weighted runs created plus over 100, which means they would be um, overall above average run producer so i mean and, and they have a couple question marks guys like joey gallo who i think if he puts it all together and oh we got a we have inch uh not not, not really important philly's just <laughs> tweeted um but they have guys like gallo and christian vasquez who could go either way but they also have luisa rise who i believe led the american league last year in batting average they have jose miranda they have byron buxton who's an mvp candidate they have a fun team so I'm interested to see how they how it all shakes out in front of us. I think they'll probably finish third in that division, honestly. I think so? Yeah. Like, all the pressure is going to be on him to perform. All the pressure is on his shoulders and those knees to perform yeah. and outlive that contract, especially all the scrutiny. You left, you signed with the Giants, then you signed with the Mets, where the Mets owner publicly said that we got him. Turned around, failed two physicals basically, and then gets back, goes back to the team. Yeah, that he originally left for. It's and weird. I, I don't you get think Gallo he, though. That'll help yeah, him out. Gallo's fun. I think Gallo's gonna have bombs in that ballpark. 
I think he, he just needed to be in a low stress environment. And I think the elimination of the shift should help him and a lot of other guys. So I think the twins are going to be good this year. Their, their biggest question mark, in my opinion, is probably pitching. I mean, they don't have a ton of pitching there to begin with. Yeah. They have Kenta Maeda, and he's like their best pitcher. So they'll have to figure things out. But I think they're definitely going to be competitive in the AL Central, which should be probably the – I think the NL East and the AL – I'm sorry, the NL West will probably be the two best divisions, you know, top to bottom, even, with the, even with the Nats and the Marlins. But I think the AL Central is going to be very, very competitive. I mean, last time we said a division was going to be competitive prior to the season, didn't fall, didn't <laughs> quite out. Which out one? Uh, the NFC West. Ouch. Whoops. Or the AFC West as well. AFC Raiders, West. trash, well, Broncos, two playoff trash. Two, yep. we were thinking like. All four. All four might. <laughs> one's going to be out of the playoffs, and they're all over 500. Yeah. Derek Carr rejuvenated with Devontae Adams. <laughs> Russell Wilson cooking in in Denver. I know. I, I don't think he's going to be yeah. bad next year. I, 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 oh, he's not, dude. I, I think he actually played really well. Sunday. we'll get to that in a second. Um, so the other stuff yeah. that happened, uh, Rafael Devers, 11 years, 331 million. I don't know where the one came from, um, but 331 <laughs> million for Rafael Devers. Wanted to be, uh, different. I guess so he's staying with the Red Sox. Just wanted he, to be different. He bought, um, um, he bought courtside yeah, tickets. 11 to year the, extension. Not bad. They didn't do anything yet. Rudolph's Rudolph. Rudolph. No, fuck no, Rudolph. Kidding. Brunel flying or fuck it, they'll see it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm running out of steam on these fucking things. Well, let's see. I mean, it's the same fucking thing every week. They're good Rams, good Colts. I mean, yeah. it's the same thing every week. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. You know, when I do Sports Center twice a year, Every fucking joke you have is on the air. Sure you can't wait, you fuckhead. And we're back with Rob. But my, um, my wife just did a dump. I am. I apologize. I'm back. Uh, where did we leave off? Rafael Devers, right? Yes, I was just showing, sharing with the audience there who will be watching on Spotify. Remember, we are on video on Spotify only, and you can listen obviously the audio version on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everything else. But I was I was showing them the clip that you mentioned earlier with Chris Berman having a potty mouth. Nice little minute <laughs> of fun. He just kept saying "eff it, eff it, just eff it." Good yeah, Rams, maybe. good Colts. It's just weird. <laughs> but yeah, you were at uh, Rafael Devers agreeing to uh, yes. eleven year extension worth the three hundred thirty one million, and then you were mentioning why the extra one, and I think. They heard it and they cut your Wi-Fi off right there. Yeah, they were pissed. Um, I don't know what the extra one was for. Maybe it was so he could buy courtside Celtics tickets last night, which he did. Um, next up, Andrew <laughs> McCutcheon signs a one-year deal with the Pirates. He returns to where it all began. Um, yes. Report is Minnesota actually offered him the same deal, and the Mets offered him more, but he wanted a little bit of stability, wanted more playing time, and um, an opportunity to be close to home. So good for him. What a feel-good story that is. What a good moment in sports right there. I, You think this is his retirement year? I don't know. I was, like wonder, I was wondering. Finals. I, 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 it very well could be for him to go back there. I think it almost feels that way. It, nothing has been said. He still has something left in the tank. He was weird for um, for Milwaukee last year, but eh. my chair is all jacked up. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Juan Soto um, signs with the signs a um, a one year deal with the Padres, twenty three million, it's the largest ever to avoid arbitration. Reese Hoskins agrees with the Phillies, 
as does um, Gregory Soto and a couple other guys. Um, Gregory Soto and Mundo Sosa and Ranger Suarez, so they all avoid arbitration. I'm not mad at it. I mean, you think Hoskins is out? I think he's done after this year. I think he's done at the end of this year. I think he'll he'll leave as a free agent unless the team really underachieves and they can trade him for something, but I don't know. And speaking of the Phillies, uh, they signed that 20-year-old Japanese pitcher, Pan Wen Hui. Hui? Um, fastball top side at 98.2 miles per hour. Also, he has a splitter at 76 and a curve at 72. I think this is just a move with the uh, other Asian player for the Mets. I think this is just tit for tat at this point. Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting. Do um, you think he will... Hmm. Make a big impact, or you think it'll be some growing pains? We probably won't see him for a couple of years. If he's Oof. only twenty years old, I don't think we'll see him for a few years. I think he'll he'll make a an appearance, a one off here and there. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. Uh, I'm getting used to. It. I'm getting used to. It. I'm getting used to it. Let's see. Six years. Uh, since we last spoke, uh, they lost last Friday to the Bulls, even though I said they would win. They lost by 14. <laughs> Zach Levine had 41. Nick Vucevic had 18 rebounds and a triple-double. Uh, they were without Embiid still, which is why they got beat up on the glass a little bit. They actually started a small lineup. Maxi is back. So they started Tucker at the five. So they started Maxi Milton. I'm sorry, Maxi Melton, um, Harris, Harden, and Tucker. Tucker got destroyed by Vucevic in the post. So <laughs> not so great. They beat the Pistons yeah. on Sunday and Monday, though. Um, Harden had 20, 11, and 11 on Sunday. And then he had 16, 12, and 15 on Monday when Embiid came back. So nice little uh, home and home. They beat up on the Pistons. And then they got embarrassed last night by Oklahoma City. 133 to 114. They were down 10 at halftime, and they were still favorites. And then they got outscored by 11 in the second half. So pretty bad loss, uh, in my opinion. A massive loss, yeah. Yeah, um, especially at home. You can't lose it to a, a, a team like that. I know Oklahoma City is like scrappy and everything, but you can't lose a game like that to them. Especially with – they're not going to play again until Saturday. So they had off tonight, the, the travel day and everything. So I, I'm not thrilled with that loss. Uh, and B looked fine. Harden looked okay. But uh, I wasn't happy with that. And defensively, they just fell apart. I mean, SGA just went off for 37 points. Uh, unacceptable. I mean, Yeah. And I think we were there watching OKC live one year, last year, yeah, or last season, excuse me. And uh, we had a bunch of random guys that <laughs> I think you went off on. Like, who are these people? Yeah, they just get every, them off the street. <laughs> every random guy I never heard of. Um, Alexi Pokashevsky. I remember who him. was a Purtle, I believe. Was he? Yeah. How the hell did you spell that? When, when well, when we all played at the the highest point, you. Uh, your wife to be and me, we none of us got. It. Yeah, the turtle kicked our butts. <laughs> Even the silhouette queen couldn't get it. But I don't know who this is. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Sixers actually flew out this morning, like around seven or eight a.m. Oh, uh, so they the didn't. Game. Well, well, they got to get. Uh, they got to make sure their guys are allowed to party when they get there. Yeah, right. Uh, the West Coast swing. Um, you you pose a question here. Uh, what do you make of this recent stretch? I mean, obviously, is it a blip on the radar, or is it like the first of many signs to watch out for for this team? I mean, it, you're always going to run into issues when you're coached by Glenn Rivers. 
I think this is more so a blip on the radar, but I am a little concerned uh, because since Tyrese Maxey came back, Sixers uh, have dropped to 20th in the NBA in um, in defensive rating. So basically in the, in the time that he's been back, which is not many games, I think, what, four games, they have been yeah. in that time frame, the 20th best. So the 10th worst um, defensive team in his absence, they were the fourth best. So I think they're still trying to gain their footing with him in the lineup which is why I kind of wonder if he should come off the bench. But I, I think this is just a blip on the radar. They'll figure things out. This West Coast trip is a perfect chance to figure things out. They're playing against some rotten teams. Well, I mean, some rotten teams, but these teams are scrappy. I mean, Utah doesn't yeah. fall down. The Lakers went in double overtime with Luka and the Mavs and lost it. But that was could have gone either way. The officiating was correct. Clippers hit there as well. Then you're in Portland. Sacramento is a sneaky good team. Yes. Sneaky good team. If not, they're probably a good team this year. I haven't checked their record, but yeah, on paper historically, you look at the Kings and you like ah, that could be a dub or it, like a it feels a like a loss. team that would give the Sixers fits though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's go back to the question you posed earlier. Should Maxi come off the bench? I mean, it, a popular decision is no. He should, he should be the starter because he's very popular. He's energetic, and he could be one of those foundation players. In the future, post and beat probably, post Harden for sure. But if you're saying his insertion yep. back into the lineup, dropping them down to 20th or 10 worst in defense, should raise some concerns. Even though getting your footing, but at some point you had to write what got you there. You know, maybe that certain group of guys is what you needed. Maxi is a good piece off the bench. Doesn't yep. mean like it's permanent. He's a six man. No. Just for right this moment, put him off the bench. What do you think? I, I, I'm not against it. I, I think it, th- there is an iteration of this team where he comes off the bench that they are a better team in the interim, especially in a short series, because, I mean, it's not really about who you start. It's about who you finish the game with. Yeah. And I think it, it, everything that you're doing in the regular season is to – you're testing things out to see what will work. And yeah. so by the time you get to the playoffs, you're not testing things out like Paul Reed and DeAndre Jordan. They, they're – they're going to have to see what it looks like at some point. And I thought they played really, really well with the Anthony Melton in the starting lineup. I think yeah. sometimes there can be just too many mouths to feed and you don't necessarily have to stagger him and Harden. I think you can find ways to keep them both on the floor and then also be fine with one on the floor. But I think now's a good time to see what you have because Shake Milton's probably not going to be a good backup point guard in the playoffs. You're going to nah. ideally have one of Harden or Maxi on the floor anyway. Why not stagger them a little bit? Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt to have a spark plug off the bench. A la James Harden when he was with OKC. Yeah, I mean, come on now, like, but we'll see. Like you said again before, uh, team coach by Glenn Rivers, question mark already. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm trying to figure out what quarterback I'm missing. I'm making my list. I don't know who I'm missing. <laughs> well, I'll I'll list the quarterback. Oh, oh, I, I got it. I got it. It was Kirk. Oh, Jesus, I should say a lot about the list. Yeah, very forgettable. <laughs> um, okay, as I mentioned, uh, right, we're good. The teams Sorry. on Saturday, tomorrow, excuse me, or whenever you're listening to this, Saturday, the 14th of January, they'll be in Utah. Then follow up, they'll be in LA. No, I don't mean to cut off. you off. Uh, can I ask you a question? What's do up? you like do you like late games on the weekend? The West Coast games, yeah. I think it's perfect that it, it'll be on right after the um, the Jaguars game. Oh, yes. And not perfect, competing yeah. with it. And then the, the Sunday game, that'll be on after the late game too. 
Yeah. Well, these are West Coast games. They're usually late end. Yeah, they have to be late game. Yeah, unless the, the Sunday sometimes you can play like three, but like Some, they, three they, they almost have to be. Yeah, these games kill me sometimes. This, but that, yeah. that Clippers game, I'm not going to see a minute of because I got to be up early on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, they have the Clippers on Tuesday night, then Thursday night of uh, Portland. Then they get – so basically Saturday, Sunday is their first back-to-back. Then they get a day off in between. Yeah. So Tuesday they play the Clippers, day off. Thursday in Portland, day off. They're in Sacramento. And then I assume that night, if not the next day, they fly home. Yeah, they have a couple days off, though. They have Monday, Tuesday off. Or Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. So maybe they'll fly home immediately, give the guys a chance to you know kind of just hang out for a little bit. And then they host the Brooklyn Nets, which will be uh, still will not have happened by the next time we podcast. So don't necessarily yeah, right. have to get into that, but it'll be the, the second return of uh, the forgotten one. Ben ten. So there's a chance both teams will be at. They'll probably both be at full strength. Didn't they not? They didn't have Harden or Embiid when they beat them uh, a couple months ago, right? Yes, sir. Yep. That, Weird. That's, and now no Durant, I believe. I think he's still yeah, out. Durant's out for a little bit. I, I forgot all about him being out. I was Yeesh. I was gung ho about them yesterday against the Celtics, and I was like, oh, that's right, Durant's out for like a month. But they've been a hot team with him out as well. They've been good, yeah. They, they were lousy last night. They were lousy last night, but they've been, they've been pretty good without him. Kyrie Irving, I think, was yeah, Kyrie benefits from being the the absolute focal point sometimes on offense. Yeah, and Ben needs to shoot, bro. Did you see the clip of him last night? He took a pass as he was driving to the lane. He tried to pass it off, and it wound up being a turnover. Yeah, at I'll, one point, Hall uh, series. Don't, yeah, I'll talk about that. At one point, <laughs> he had zero points, ten assists, and five rebounds. Yeah, <laughs> you you brought it to my attention. The text. awful. I was like Ben ten, ten times, and then you were like, yeah, zero points. <laughs> let's go. Oh. Let's take a look at his score, his uh, his line score from last night. Uh, Did, while I'm doing that, now is this kudos to the Sixers for a putting up with his nonsense, oh my but b God. also willing him and putting him in positions to score because this is the second time in his career where he's. Finish the game scoreless, and both times were this season with the Nets. Wow, what's going on? This is horrible. He was uh, he was zero for three from the field, had zero points. Yes, um, he had nine rebounds, thirteen assists, and two turnovers. So he almost had a triple double if he would have scored five baskets. He had five fouls. I think it was something. I, I think Brett definitely tried to get him involved in the offense, and I think even Rivers did to an extent. And I think the team was more conducive to his talents here. I, but when he with Brooklyn, he doesn't really need to score, I guess, um, unless you know one of the big guys is out. But he 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 benefits from being a, a facilitator. The thing that doesn't work with them, which I think is an easy fix, I think they just have to you know up the tempo a little bit. They're yeah. a half court offense. The Nets, they're not really looking to run. When he was here, he was running, and he was. Um, I, I got to find the stat. I don't think I put it on here, but uh, I think they said he averaged thirteen drives to the rim as a Sixer. And he's mm-hmm. averaging just under four as a net, which I'm sure of those 13, about four were in transition and the rest were, you know, in some half court set or whatever. But the, the nets go very slow and deliberately in the offensive end. And they're really more of a half court team, whereas they're not looking to run. I think his biggest uh, like asset is his ability to pass, especially in transition. So I think it's just a weird mesh of, uh, of style there. I don't see him long-term in Brooklyn. Like he needs to go somewhere a small market with younger guys. I'm still surprised they they took him in the first place. 
They, well, they needed the trade. Yeah, Harden has been severely outplaying him. Yeah, severely. Harden's been in the long term. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to go on with him. I think he's going to eventually go to uh, the West Coast. All right. Uh, of the the five West Coast games that I mentioned, Utah, Lakers, Clippers, Trailblazers, and Kings, how many games minimum will satisfy your needs for the Sixers to walk out of this West Coast swing? They got to win at least three. Three out of five? Three out of five. Yeah, give, give me a little bit over 50%. I, I want them. They should beat the Lakers. Lakers stink. They should probably That's beat Utah. That's back-to-back, by the way. Yeah, well, they should probably beat Utah. So you're saying back-to-back wins yeah. after back-to-back games? Yeah, Utah That's stinks. They, they should beat Utah. Nobody on the Lakers is good enough to defend and beat. I'm pretty sure Anthony Davis is hurt. If he's not, he will be. Um, <laughs> the Clippers are probably – that's a schedule loss. I, I, don't, I don't really he think – will that, be. I don't trust them against the Clippers. Portland, I think they can beat Portland, and I think Sacramento is going to give them fits. I just I, – I question their ability to defend Sabonis. Mm, I can see four out of five. I think the Clippers will give them fits. Clippers I think we saw them in live, right? Yeah, the Clippers them probably, live? yeah, we saw them with like half their team, though. The Clippers and they will be came the team back that, and won almost. Th- that'll be the team they lose to. You know, the Clippers did come back and win. Oh, they come back and win. Yeah. So, and yeah. now they have Kawhi. Kawhi's been really good lately. Quietly flying under the radar has been really good. Yeah, Paul George that's is good. good. He was playing. Um, I don't really know what his situation is right now, but that team is interesting. They get into the playoffs. They still, uh, something has always felt off about that team, but I think they could still be dangerous in the playoffs. These need in the piece. Yeah. All right. Three out of five? Yeah, I'll, I'll go four out of five. I think the one game they'll drop is the Clippers. They think they can handle Portland. And the Kings will be down to the wire, messy game probably, but I think they can get out of there with a dub and go home for sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on to football. This is what everybody's here to listen to. Um, the Week 18 scenarios, a lot of things needed to happen. Um, and I guess we'll run through them one by one. Um, the Chiefs needed to win against the Raiders to be the number one seed. They were the first game of the weekend. They played on Saturday at four. They won the game. So Blow they got out. the number one seed and a bye. Um, the Bills needed a number one seed. It w- would have been the number one seed had the Chiefs lost and they beat the Pats. They beat the Pats and the, um, the Chiefs won, which kind of screwed them to so their number two. The Bengals lost their chance at the number one seed because of the injury. Um, yeah. but they were able to win the North because they beat the Ravens, uh, the Titans and Jags. That was a win and in Jags beat them. Obviously the Steelers needed a lot of things to happen. Unfortunately they didn't, uh, they needed the Browns to lose to them and they needed Miami and new England to both lose or tie both, uh, both, they, uh, both of them won. Patriots needed to beat the bills to get in. They didn't. Uh, and then the Dolphins needed to beat the jets and needed the Pats to lose, which they did. So in the NFC, not as complicated. Although there was one at the end of the week, which was fun. Eagles yeah. just needed to win to be the number one seed. They were. Cowboys to win the NFC East and get a top two seed. They needed to win and Eagles to lose. Uh, the Niners would have won, would have been the uh, number one seed if the Eagles lost. Um, and they won, obviously. And then they um, they needed the Vikings to lose in order to be the number two seed, which the Vikings beat the Bears. Seattle they was won their weird... game, though. What's up? That's the thing. Uh, to, it, for them to be the second seed, they would have had Eagles win, but then the 49ers would also have to win. Yeah, they would yeah. lock up the second. And then but if they, they had lost, they would have to hope the Vikings lose to keep their second yeah, spot. Yeah, the Vikings were playing as a team trying to get the one pick. Seattle <laughs> needed to win, and they needed the Lions to beat the Packers, which happened, which is crazy. 
Um, yeah. The Lions needed the Seahawks to lose and to beat the Packers, which it didn't have, which the first half didn't happen. And then the Packers just needed to win to get in, and that didn't happen. So the simple one. <laughs> what a fun way to end the week if you're not uh, emotionally attached to the Packers. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, do you want to run through some of the uh, the bullet points from Week 18? Yeah. All right. On Saturday night, as you mentioned, the Chiefs and Raiders were the first game on the docket, and it was a blowout win for the Chiefs. And they even they were playing with their food, essentially. I don't know if you saw a ring around the rosy kind of play. They oh, did. I, d- I did see that. Yeah, I was out, it actually I was went out for to a eat touchdown. when that happened, but I didn't see the play. It it, it resulted in a touchdown, but because uh, a line like a weird like misdirection thing. So I know it was kind of a jokey thing, but I think it was really to to um, to confuse the defense so that the skill so that the corners and safeties didn't know where the like the skill guys were going. Oh yeah, they were so off balance. Yeah, and then it was but just a, a direct snap to a running running back, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mahomes was like in the tailback. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, Mahomes was like an H back. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, um, the night game, the night cap. The Jags came back and defeated the Titans. The Titans were in control late in that fourth quarter. Yeah, Jags really and then got bailed a out. fumble. All all she wrote, fumble returned for a touchdown, and then Josh Jobs just couldn't get it done. And then a suspect fourth and long play. He checked it down. I don't know what you're doing there, buddy. You got to just throw it deep. And I think that I think they showed on the replay he had Burks uh, deep across the middle. And if he would have just thrown it up at the worst, he would have got an incomplete pass. I mean, I mean, it's his second career start in the this season. So I mean, yeah, and he can't fault too much. He was on TikTok before the season even started. So I mean, good for (laughs) him to even be in that position to begin with. For sure. Um, The Sunday games. uh, We'll start with the top. Eagles defeated the Giants. I mean, sloppy game, but they got it done. Giants basically arrested everyone. Yeah, at the Eagles. <laughs> God, they almost came back and won. <laughs> Eagles survived. Lock up the number one seed with a bang up hurts. Um, the Buffalo Bills score first. Wait, what was that? They the first kick six in three years, three months. Oh, my Lord. Right off the jersey number. Yeah. Yep. And that was a good field goal game, a feel good game for them with DeMar Hamlin um, situation, who is doing well. So yeah. Kudos to that young man and his family. Very exciting. Uh, the Bengals defeated the Ravens. They lock up the North. The Ravens are on the road now to Cincinnati because if the Ravens were to win, I believe, I think it's a coin flip to see who plays the home game. It was one of those scenarios that they decided on. Yeah, and um, Joe Mixon, I think, scored a touchdown, and the celebration was him flipping a coin. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> he had it, I think, in his glove, I believe. Um, the Texans versus the Colts, the battle of the suck. Um, Texans score late. Go for two, beat the Colts, and lose the number one pick. So, I don't know if that what if that what led to Lovey Smith being fired, but yeah, probably honestly. <laughs> but Jeff Saturday just takes the job over Frank Wright, and just barely, I think, wins one game in his tenure there. He should not coach anymore ever. Should go back on the set on ESPN. Um, Vikings bury the Bears. Chicago gets the number one pick. Marlins. Defeat the Mets eleven six <laughs> with the last second safety. You were telling me that I think you had money on it, and then I had, uh, I had Jets plus was it Jeff Jets plus three and a half? I think it was. It was nine six, and I was oh. good until they fumbled the uh, the stupid play at the end, and they called a safety right. And the the, uh, the Dolphins recovered in the. And I think they they got tackled. Because the, the the thing on the screen said nine six, and then when I was watching Red Zone on the bottom, the ticker said eleven six. I was like, I think I'm fine. And then I guess they, I guess they reviewed it, or I guess they ruled it a safety on the field. I don't know. Oh, heartbreaking loss, right what there. What a horrible game. 
horrible be for the betting gods right there. Yeah, I think that, you that can was... send me the the ESPN notifications. Like yeah. betters are just losing their minds. Yeah, it was it was Yahoo Sports. It was like one of the worst beats of the season. Speaking of betting, sir, we after this we will get to talk about your illustrious week in betting. I mean, oh, geez. talk about a hot hand over here. Yeah, but you what have were you done just for me lately. It's another not, one. Not so hot. Another one. Another one. It's like DJ Khaled over here. But we'll get back to that. Steelers defeated the Browns to continue Tomlin's streak of 16 years without a losing season. Incredible, crazy! What a what a wild. I remember streak. when he's when he took over for uh, oh, what's his name? Cower, Cower. Like really no name. Yeah, he was like I think he was like a tight ends coach with the Bucks or something like that. Yeah, something like outlandish. And then got found success early with Roethlisberger and everything. Then you thought, all right, he might not last, but zero. I think once he gets his first losing losing season, yeah. then question marks like, oh, is he done? Weren't they like three and five at one point? They, they were they like were dead in the water, and, and they almost down yeah, they almost got they, they they still might not even have a quarterback. They were one of the hottest teams to end the season yet. Yeah, because of the circumstances, they didn't get in. Like last Crazy year, how that works. Remember a couple of years ago, they were the best team in the league. They were what like eleven and zero, and they yeah. lost to the Washington on like a Wednesday, and then um, but but honestly, I think everyone was saying. Doing yeah, that season, it's a Fugazi record. Yeah, this is a they're not as good team. as their record is. Yeah, they're kind of like the Eagles this year when they were like nine and zero or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Broncos country beat the Chargers, who started all of their regulars and got Mike Williams hurt. Brent, Brent is Staley. Staley. Yeah, if he loses on Sunday, he's got to Saturday. He's got to go. <laughs> he's got to go. He's got to go. I think Sean Payton will take that job immediately. Imagine that. <sighs> you kidding me? You kidding Sean me? Payton, Van, uh, Vangio. Herbert, yeah, he's look. He's looking at Vic Fangio, by the way, to be his DC. Yeah, I, I'm all here for that. Seahawks defeated the Rams in overtime, eliminating the Lions before the Lions <laughs> on Sunday Night Football versus the Packers, who eliminated the Packers uh, behind two touchdowns for former Packer Jamal Williams, who just who's having like a breakout, like, like 17 week, touchdowns though. this year or something. They broke Barry Sanders' uh, touchdown record. Emotional uh, post game uh, interview as well. If you didn't catch it, it was awesome. Um, but he's also his personality has shined in the last week or two. His anime references, Pokemon. Like, it's not Pokemon. Don't disrespect that. It's Pokemon. Like he's he's an interesting dude right there. Um, but as you mentioned, he did bear, uh, break Barry Sanders' record. I mean, yeah. incredible stuff from the Lions, though. I mean, yeah, good for him. Hopefully, do they? You can't like dump the quarterback and dump the coach now, right? No, no, the coach is he's he's safe. They were they went nine and eight, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they, I, I golf played well. I mean, if they can find an upgrade, maybe, but golf played pretty well for them. You play with a team like we've said it all season. That yeah. that team plays yeah. hard for their coach. Yeah, their, their defense is awful. If they had a half decent defense, they'd be in the playoffs. They, they, they just had, had some pro- bad. I'm pretty sure too. they had a top ten offense in the in the league. They just had the very they like the dead last defense. And think about it, they gave the Eagles probably the biggest test. In week one, yeah. they could that could, they could have won that game. Yeah, looking back, and then the shootout versus Seattle, and then didn't they, they lose that on game. a? Uh, they lost on like a sixty-five yarder against Justin Tucker too, didn't they? Uh, or am I thinking of the wrong? It was that last season. I can't. I don't know. I don't remember. I forget. I'm an idiot. But let's say if it was, that's three wins yeah, right lo- there. They lost that game to Seattle. I'm going to pull up their um their schedule. Crazy. They were finished second in that division. Um, insane, right? Yeah. So they lost to the Eagles, then they beat Washington. They lost. They lost a one possession game to Minnesota. Minnesota was undefeated in one possession games. They lost to Seattle. New England beat yeah. them up. Dallas beat them pretty badly. They lost by four points to Miami. They beat Green Bay, beat Chicago, beat the Giants. 
lost by seven to Buffalo. That was the Thanksgiving game. I'm sorry, lost by three to Buffalo. That was on Thanksgiving. They had then that they, game won. Yeah, then they beat the Jags, Minnesota, the Jets, and they lost to Carolina. That was a weird one. And then they beat mm. Chicago and Green Bay. I mean, finishing the season, beating your division rival, and then sweeping the Packers. Yeah, sweeping the Packers probably the first time since Rodgers became the uh, the quarterback there is pretty I mean, that's your Super Bowl right there, if anything, and getting him out of the playoffs. Yeah. A win-win-win. And they almost made the playoffs for the first time since um, the the infamous, I think, was it 2014 or was it 13 when um, when they the lost catch? to the Cowboys on the on the mispass interference or whatever it was. Um, it, it was the week before the Dez catch against Green Bay because they people thought That's what it was, I was karma of. for them getting screwed the week prior. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, the Lions, good for the Lions. I mean, you know, tip their hat off to the Lions. Yeah, they play find, well. Find some corners and find some pass rushers, and I think they'll be in the playoffs next year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's move on. But prior to our head-to-head, Rob, can you share with the audience your, your hot hand? What? Are you drinking anything? Are you? I mean, maybe it is the dry January. I'm dry, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking clearly. Um, I was thinking like maybe you're drinking tea in the morning. Maybe you're like getting like nine hours instead of eight hours of rest. No, what I, is I just it? stopped. I just stopped using stupid parlays. So, firstly, I won. Um, or is I it won, be, or being like a fiance? Is that like the extra like boost that you needed? Maybe I'm just more mature. I like, won what? a fantasy championship <laughs> to start the week. Did you? Yeah, I, oh, I beat man. I beat the piss out of this guy two eleven and one fifteen. Jesus. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jamal Williams really was what uh, what did it for me. I had him first touchdown and any time on two different apps. Yeah, I had him for two touchdowns on one app. Um, obviously, my same game parlay hit for the the uh, the Lions and Packers. Yeah. Uh, I had over thirty and a half, under sixty two and a half. Packers plus seven and a half. Lions plus thirteen and a half. All plus money. Trey Young points that hit. Uh, Vikings, Bills, Eagles, money line all hit. Uh, that was a parlay. Um, Christian Kirk needed 91 yards for a $500,000 bonus on Saturday last week. So I bet him for 90 yards that hit. Um, <laughs> Jamal Williams, two touchdowns hit him. But well, really what the biggest thing was, I had the Bills defense slash special teams to score the first touchdown. And then I had them to score two touchdowns. So that, that alone paid, Opening uh, paid, off. paid a couple bills. <laughs> And then um, last Saturday, I was just feeling kind of froggy. I had Texans plus six or Titans plus six and a half and De'Aaron Fox points, both pretty heavy bets for my standards, and they both hit. So nothing really all that noteworthy. Oh, the, um, oh, man. I had the over in the Georgia game in the first quarter, oh, and that, that, that smashed in five minutes. And then uh, every time Georgia had the ball, I put 25 bucks in them and scored a touchdown, and they did. So <laughs> Jalen Brunson rebounds. Yeah, Georgia touchdown, Georgia touchdown, Georgia touchdown. And then, uh, then a hardened triple double the other night. But I built it out. You get better odds if you build it out yourself versus if you he's probably if you like eight plus. It. He's probably like plus eight fifty for a triple double. If you go fifteen points, ten rebounds, ten assists, you get like plus a like plus a thousand. So you're fine. Yeah, look at you, man. You're twenty twenty three. You're making smart bets. Maybe we should do this uh, single game parlay for the for the turn yeah. pod listeners. We'll, here. we'll put it on the Instagram. I have one in place yeah. for tomorrow. I mean, you you just already laid out the proof that you have a formula that's working. If you want to make some money, listen to Rob. Don't listen to me. You'll lose money <laughs> if you want to do that. <laughs> now, if you want to p- just pick up straight up money line, listen to me because in the head to head, I didn't crush you. But man, I didn't realize I didn't realize it was that small. I thought you were beating me by like ten. I, you really beat me on the TTP. 
Well, here's the thing. I almost pulled even at least. I felt pretty good. We still got time. We still got the playoffs. What? I thought we were done. This is uh, it. Yeah, we, we, well, yeah, we, we, we'll, fresh. We'll, yeah, we'll cap the regular season that way. We do have the playoffs <laughs> to pick as well. All right. But I know for sure, like you, the last two or three weeks, you had your best performances, especially this <laughs> week 18 was your best all year. 13 wins, three losses, and you brought it within two in just the picks alone. I was sweating there for a little bit. Um, yeah, the only problem f- is I, I had the Packers winning that game at the end, and they freaking lost. <sighs> Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Uh, let's see. Let me look at the – let's see if I can pull up the doc real quick. So you're one, you went 165 and 104 just picking winners. I was 163 and 106. Uh, technically, two ties and a um, uh, a cancellation in there too. Yeah. And then on the TTP, you were 40 and 32. I was 35 and 37. So you beat me by five there, and you beat me by two on the other, but it all adds up to 205 and 136 to 198 and 143. So good work out of you. Um, and then also for playoff teams, we picked all 14 playoff teams. We both got nine correct out of the 14. You're three for three on your bold so far. I'm one for three. Uh, an eagle can still get arrested, and uh, the Bills can still <laughs> lose the AFC title game. So, And then win totals, uh, overs and unders, you went five and three. I went six and two. Mm, you so we, on you, you, got, you gained one point in the standings there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude, your last two weeks you've crushed me. Like really? week seventeen, you were ten and five. I was barely over five hundred at eight and seven. Um, the TTPs is what saved me. I was three and one. You were two and two. The uh, the funniest thing is that there was one week. It might have been like week eight. You were like, don't even look at the doc. Just uh, <laughs> just move on. Motivate yourself for next week. Don't worry about it. Where was? It? Let me see. It wasn't week eight? Because we I think I, I went was like just, seven was and nine. It went like seven and eight. One. Oh, week. it was week seven. Ugh. I went eleven and three. You went six and eight and oh four. Oh my god! <laughs> Your worst of the season. Jeez, you've come a long way though. Uh, to end the season strong at thirteen and three. <laughs> you did have a steady advantage over me at one point. At that point, I was just playing with house money, and then it almost cost me at the end. Yeah, you were the Eagles a little too losing the one seed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. Are we ready for the uh, NFL? Yes. Week, now this will be weekend. a little bit shorter than usual because it's half the games. Yeah, right. We'll do our best. I'll open up. I'm trying to sit across legged here, but I, can't. <laughs> I keep banging my knee on the freaking desk. All right, there we go. I'm trying to get comfortable so I can pick these winners. Uh, do you want me to have the dock open, or do you have it open? Uh, you can have it open. Okay. All right. So what we'll do is I have the lines on here, but they may have changed since. Okay. So I'll open up FanDuel and subsequently put a first basket parlay in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so the wild card round. <laughs> uh, wild card round. Actually, let's build one out on the fly. Yeah, um, let's go. We got a little bit of time here. All right. Um, give me – oh, shit. All the games already started. Oh, no. Here we go. Spur- yep. Oh, by the way, Spurs and Warriors tonight. Um, the Spurs are going to break the attendance record for a, uh, a regular season um, NBA game. So their really? first season in existence in the 90s, I think it was, or whatever year it was, I don't know. They played in the Alamo Dome. Yeah. And for their fifth, uh, definitely not their first year, because I think this is their 50th anniversary this year. They are playing tonight in the Alamo Dome. Uh, and they sold like 67,000 tickets. So tonight we'll be in a, a dome, like a football stadium. Um, and it'll be largest attendance. Now give me a first basket for this game. 
Uh, Spurs and Warriors, pretty much all day. Oh, is Wiggins out? Oh, no, he's playing. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Oh, that's not Clay Thompson. You're Clay Thompson. Okay. Um, let's do Magic and Jazz. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, uh, shit. No, I don't want to do that. I'll pick uh, I'll pick this one and I'll give you the last one. I will be going with uh, Lauren Markin. <laughs> nah, I don't like him. Um, <laughs> oh, I lost the fuck. Where did it go? Uh, Clay, this this is great. This is just this is perfect. We were flowing so well. I internet, have internet was cooperating. All right, you want Clay, right? I'm gonna go Paolo Bancaro for Ooh. the uh, for the Magic. I, I love that. I love watching him play, by the way. I think he's special. Future Sixers. He was special. And then you got two games to pick from. You got Nuggets and Clippers or Rockets and Kings, or you can pick Thunder Bulls or Suns Timberwolves. The first one. Uh, Nuggets, Clippers? Yes. Uh, who do you like here? Give me the claw. The claw. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, point card for the, the Nuggets. So, so you got Jamal Murray, Kawhi Leonard, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, Marcus Morris, Yavita Zubats, Terrence Mann, Nicholas Batum, DeAndre Jordan, Ew, and Marcus Morris. Pope. Marcus, Marcus Morris. Morris, Philly guy. All right, we'll put a dollar on this to win three twelve. Let's go. All right, Let's go. Oh, I got I'm not logged in. I'm not logged in. Oh my lord! <laughs> Quick now, email me about me logging in. Um, location not verified. Oh, here we go. Things are going just fantastically. All right, let's do it. All right, so you'll read. You won't uh, actually. I'll, I'll read them off. I got them here too. First game on the docket is not on my screen. All right, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, the Seattle Seahawks taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I do not have the seating for this. I believe the Seahawks are seven taking on the two seven Niners. Two. I believe so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I deleted them off the freaking duck. So Seattle against San Francisco, seven versus two. The Niners are minus nine and a half at home, minus five ten on the money line. By the way, yeah. in the last thirty years, mm-hmm. in the wild card round, when a team is a home favorite of nine points or more, they have won eleven games straight up and lost zero. We have three such instances this week between San Francisco, Cincinnati, and Buffalo. Ooh. Three home favorites of nine points or more in the wild card round. In the last 30 years, 11 and 0 is straight up. So, mm. This might be... Ah. So this is a division game, mind you, so these could be closer. But this it is the Seahawks be... who suck. So, But it's Geno Smith versus Brock Purdy at the end of the day. Let's not forget. Yeah, it is Geno against Brock at the end of the day. Hmm. Um, give me... Ah, fuck it. Give me Seattle. Ooh. Seattle to shock the world. Uh, spelling Seahawks is very difficult, apparently. All right, I'm going to go Niners. All right, next up, we got the Chargers at the Jaguars. Now, this is the five versus four, I believe. Five in the versus four, yes. Because sir. Jacksonville, even though they don't have as good of a record, they won the division, therefore they get the home game. Yes. Jags are uh, – so the Chargers are favorite on the road. This is the only road favorite, I believe, aside – uh, only AFC road favorite. They're minus two and a half, minus 138 in the money line. Total is 47 and a half. Who do you like here? Dude, this one breaks my heart. Yeah, this is. A, I don't want to see either of my children fail, and this is upsetting because I got to pick against one of them. So exactly. Do you um, want me to pick first since you picked first on the other one? Yeah. Give me the Chargers. I'm. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Trevor. I'm sorry, Doug. But Chargers are going to win by, preferably by one to thirteen points. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I like that. I like that. 
I love uh, this. So there's somebody I follow on Twitter while you mull that decision. His name is, um, I, I don't even know his name, but he was, um, he was tweeting before a, a, a Sunday night football game. Yeah. And he was like, I think the keys to tonight's game are Justin Jefferson getting more than four and a half catches. And, uh, Saqu- like he was, he was basically reading off what his bets were. But he's like, the keys to this game are at least 34, uh, dropbacks for this quarterback. <laughs> and, uh, and for it to be high scoring in the first quarter specifically. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with Jacksonville on this one. I feel Ooh. like Brandon Staley is going to fumble a bag again. And yeah, just... you know what? It's inevitable. I Don't yeah. get me wrong. I've said it historically on this podcast. I love Justin Herbert. Mm. Love this man. Yeah, I want both. him to I succeed. Love I was crushed when this fool of a coach called a timeout in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. We were Rushed. we were we were robbed of what could have been a pretty good playoff game too. I think they would have played the Chiefs. Yes, sir. They would have so, played the Chiefs. I mean, that would have been a fun game, and the Chargers were red hot going down the stretch. Now you're basically fading Staley and backing Doug because Lawrence did not look good that last week. That's the only reason I'm really picking the Chargers here. Lawrence basically played in a playoff game last week and did not look good against a team that's not as good as the Jags. I'm sorry, it's not as good. Well, not as good as the Jags, but also not as good as the Chargers. So for sure, that but was I'm my all, thought process here. But I'm also taking consideration that. Jacksonville is at home. That place is going to be rocking. Doug's going to have and, them ready. That defense that is pretty good. And not that it's a huge, you know, deal breaker here, but the Jags are coming off six days of rest, and the Chargers are coming off five. So sure. a little bit extra rest for the for the Jags, who also played Saturday last week, whereas the Chargers played on Sunday. And West Coast to East Coast. Yeah, that's I'm, also fair. That's I a mean, good point. I, I'll take it. And plus, Brian Staley's never been in the playoffs. Doug Peterson yeah. is a Super Bowl winning coach. Peterson is what four and one in the playoffs or four and two in the playoffs, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. So, All right, next so up, give me give me Jacksonville on this one. Uh, Miami heads to Buffalo. Skylar Thompson gets the start for the Dolphins. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable though, so maybe he will play. But Skylar Thompson, I think McDaniel has already named him the guy. Uh, Buffalo minus thirteen and a half, forty three and a half on the over under. Let's just, I'm just gonna put this here. Um, both of us. Um, Wait. If you'd like to say the word, you're more than welcome. But uh, who, who you got? Wait, something happened here. Uh, what is going on here? Did you lose me? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I read it wrong. That, so that point, I, I just emailed you my picks. So never mind. I'm wrong on this one. Um, hmm. Buffalo? Buffalo, but plus 13.5 for Miami. Miami yeah, played hard to, last time they were hard. in Buffalo. Yeah, it's hard not to take. Well, granted, that was with Tua. This is was with Skylar Thompson. Yeah, Tua played that game. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Played like shit. But uh, I mean, Bridgewater's questionable, so there's a chance he plays. But I, I, I might take that back though. But McDaniel Buffalo. already said it. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the Giants heading to Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota at home minus three forty-eight and a half is the over/under. This is another one I think we're going to be split on. I am going to three versus six. God, I don't know who to pick here. This is the hardest game of the week. Oh, this is the easiest for me. Uh, you, you're picking the Giants. I already know it, so let's put that <laughs> in there. So while is... since you're doing that, I'll take the Vikings. Um, I just believe more in Justin Jefferson and and some of these like these frit like these other guys. Thielen, Hawkinson, Thielen. Yeah, these guys who will make plays four cousins i don't know who's going to catch the ball from danny daniel jones say Galladay, Claude barkley yeah he can only do so much god had a nice catch last week against the eagles but yeah it's first touchdown catch in two years so <laughs> I, I i just have a, i have more faith if the giants win this game it'll be on the strength of their defense uh if the vikings win Agreed. this game it'll be 100 percent their offense 
Um, and I think this could be a shootout. So, but Giants are well rested. Yes, and fair. the Vikings, full staffed, they fumbled to, that yeah. entire game. Yeah, that's true. So. They did get they did get their their bombs in there toward the end. I think Nick Mullins made an appearance, former Eagle. Uh, next up, we got oh, the last thing, Ravens. Last thing, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you think this will be a close game? If it's a close game, then yes, I'll, we might have to go Vikings on this one. I, th- I think it will be a close game. Yeah, one possession game. Maybe the luck changes though. Maybe they finally lose one. It would be fitting that New York does it though. Yeah, they kill the Tom Giants Brady are, twice, and here yeah, we go. <laughs> Jones has almost like the Peyton or the Eli Manning career arc at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> he's just gonna go beat a team as a dog. All right, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Bengals minus eight and a half, minus four sixty on the money line. Forty and a half is the total. Hmm. Oh, this is an easy one for me. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to go the Bengals. Oh, I thought you were going to go Baltimore because you hate Joe Burrow. Nah, so Tyler Huntley might be playing for the Ravens. He is playing for the Ravens. Um, is he? Definitely. Okay. So, I mean, Huntley's not bad. I wouldn't bad, say though, definitely. Right? I wouldn't say definitely. He's, he's, but he's not bad. He's not bad, but he's not Lamar. No, he's not Lamar, and that, that team needs Lamar. I think this is going to be a, a grinded out low scoring game. Are you following? Oh, by the way, I'll pick Cincinnati. Okay. Are you following the drama with this? No, I, I saw something this morning about Harbaugh was was uh, was thrown off by Lamar's comments, but I don't know what Lamar said. Well, I googled it prior to the podcast to see if he was going to play because that's going to make my list. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were put off by his tweet because he tweeted his own injury out saying, "Yeah, I can't give a hundred. Oh. I can't give a hundred percent to my guys this week." That's right. That's right. I think yeah, I did. See and that, that kind of like, all right, if you're everyone's hurt, you got to give a hundred percent. He's like, I'm not going out there at all. And it's a contract year. Obviously, didn't get resolved. He's looking yeah. out for himself in the bag. He won't be there in Baltimore, guaranteed. Yeah, I, he'll take the Jets to the playoffs next year, though. No, um, no, no, no. He's going to where is it? Vegas, Tennessee, Tennessee. Ew. Did you um, see DeAndre Hopkins tweet? Is he going? Is he going to follow? He, well, he's gone too, isn't he? He's trying to get a trade. DeAndre Hopkins posted a picture with him, Lamar, and Derrick Henry. He's like. How many touchdowns will this trio, uh, dude? Oh. And oh, boy! Can well, you imagine if, that? If he, if he gets suspended for eight games and Lamar's out for half the season, then it's whatever Henry has plus four. Um, next, <laughs> this is uh, this is the nightcap. This is the Monday night game. Dallas at Tampa. Dallas is the only NFC um, away favorite. Minus two and a half. The money line is pretty thin. Minus one thirty-two to plus one twelve. The over/under is forty-five and a half. I think if this were three, four weeks ago, Tampa would be getting like six points here, but they've looked a little better down the stretch, and Dallas has leaked a little bit of oil. So um, this is a tough one. Who do you like? This is a rematch of last ye- last season's the opener, opener and which I think was a fun would, game. I'm pretty sure they played each other week one this year, too. I believe so, but come on. Yeah. That last year was just special. That was a great game. That was a good game. Um... I don't know, man. This one's a tough. This is a tough one for me. Do you have a team in mind? I'm still. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I'm I less what I'm that, leaning on. I think Tampa's going to score late to give them the lead, and then Prescott's going to throw an interception, and Twitter's going to lose their mind. I think uh, Mike Evans gets two touchdowns, but Godwin's the one that gets the late one. Gets the late one, it. yeah. And yeah, I can see an interception or a fumble from a. Uh, I, sure. I, I'm just banking on Evans making um, uh, Trayvon Diggs his son this game. I, I, I'm going heavy on. I, I like the Bucks a lot this week, uh, which leads us to the. Oh, I'm sorry, are you picking the Bucks or? Uh, you uh, I'm picking the Bucks, but okay. he's like that. I like an under though. I like a close. Like, come on now. Yeah, he's like 27, 20. Well, that would, that would put you over 24, 20, I guess. Something like that. All right, let's like, do uh, right. the first ever TTP for the playoffs. Well, first of this year. Woo. Um. 
So would you like to start or do you want me to start? Oh, you can go for it. Uh, I'll go my uh, my lock first. It's going to be Buffalo. Um, Buffalo. I just think there's no chance that NFL is going to let them lose a game because they're playing for this guy. So the script is out. They're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Buffalo. Um, who was that again? Your lock? Uh, yeah, my lock is the Bills. Hmm. Yeesh. Give me my lock is the Giants. Oh. And you have the good force of picking your whatever you want next. I'll say under 45 and a half Dallas Tampa. That's a, see that's a ballsy one because it's it's an outdoor game in, in the heat or the um, rain, who knows. Yeah, it could be the rain too, which is also in the cards. I am going to go with hmm. Oh, Christ, yep. I, this is a tough one. I have two overs in mind. Um, one of them is the Giants game. The other one is the Jags game. A um, shootout? Yeah, I think that, I think you could oh, get a quarterback dude. shootout in that Jags game. I don't know what. Lawrence versus Har- Herbert. Yeah, you know what? I, I think the NFL needs that. I'm going to go over, over 47 and a half in uh, L.A. versus Jacksonville. Is that both their coming out parties? I think it is. I think this is the year that we get like this whole. This is the Brady Manning of our generation. But it's seven. De- it's five deep in the AFC with the Burrow, Herbert, yeah, right. Lawrence, Mahomes, and Allen. So, and the right. whole thing with uh, that- the whole thing with Brady and Manning is both teams were competitive enough to be in the Super Bowl. I don't see the Jags being a yeah. favorite every year. Chargers. I mean, who knows? If they have they could. Sean Payton, maybe. Well, keep in mind the Jags are getting Calvin Ridley back next year. And ETN for a full healthy season, and Lawrence a third year, second year with Doug. So I mean, I, they'd say quarterbacks tend to make the leap in that second year. I think Lawrence's rookie year gets thrown out the window because of Urban Meyer. I think this is basically his rookie year, kind of like Hurts last year. This yeah. is really his rookie year because he's got a real coach, and next year he's getting that he's getting the receiver that he needs, which he already has Zay Jones and Engram and um, Kirk and um, and Kirk. But next year he's getting Ridley. You kidding me? Um, I'm gonna take my dog next. Which is I don't even know if I have one. Um, so I I technically I guess the Bucks have to be my dog. They're my only dog. So I just that was a waste of me picking first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Jack. This is why I'm my losing dog. on the season. Okay, but uh, you can you can argue means... my picks right now. For, it's just like what are you doing? You're just fumbling the entire season that you worked so hard for. I am the Eagles. You could argue I'm also fumbling behind you. So, uh, <laughs> what do you like points wise? Uh, points. Miami plus one, thirteen I've, and a half. Uh, Miami, yeah. See that? Ain't, I'm kind of thinking that too. We've we've done it all season. When the teams like that, don't disrespect a team like that. Absolutely not. Especially a playoff team. They, they're going to have something cooked up this week. Yeah. You, you might laugh at me when I say this. I see, the Giants. I don't know if they're going to lose by less than three. But I'm, I think if the Chargers win, it's going to be by a touchdown. So I'm going to go Chargers minus three and a half. I'm sorry, minus two and a half is what they are. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it'll be a field goal at the end that wins it. I think they're going to win with, you know, a touchdown late. All right. I like it. That's my that's my thought. Or maybe that, that game, the best thing that can happen in that game is that the Jags are losing by two and they need to convert like a two-point conversion at the very end and they don't do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, that leads us next to W's and L's, which I have none. Whoa, that was loud. That was loud. Uh, If you don't have any W's or L's, I guess I guess I can muster up two. 
Uh, but there are two things we already talked about, which would be in my W's note. Um, I'm going to basically throw you a layup or throw you an alley up here with this McMahon thing as one of the L's. But um, yeah, that was my, my, my W's well. and L's would have been. Um, I, I have an L. I'll, I'll go first with an L since I don't have a whole lot here. All right. All right. Uh, the four highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL this year did not make the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers, $50 million a year. <laughs> Russell Wilson, 49 Kyler Murray, 46 And Deshaun Watson, 46 All four missed the playoffs. Is Wentz in that, in that category? He's up did there. Did he just miss it? Oh, my God. And um, I, I, my W is not that good, but I'll, I'll say when we get there. I want to hear your L's because I think they'll be good. All right. I have four L's, and one of the L's is the Vince thing, which will lead into one of my three W's. And my other W... <laughs> Uh, we've mentioned, and then the other W, you, I'm giving you a softball. So, tip for tap. So, there you go. Fair. Whoa. All right. First up, first L is a local news, AC news. Rob, this is the, something's going on in the water, literally. Um, down the Jersey shoreline from basically Cape May down to New York, along the lines, in the past month, like less than 30 days, there's been seven whales washed up ashore. Oh, I, I remember seeing something about that. And in Atlantic City, t- this morning, ironically enough, I was going to go on a run. I didn't. This morning, a whale washed up ashore, <sighs> but in the Brigantine area. And that was the second in two weeks because right before Christmas, a whale sh- uh, washed up ashore on the Atlantic City beach. So Why is, that, why is this happening? Uh, no one knows, but protesters are speculating that the uh, the wind towers that they're putting out into the ocean – May have something to do with it, but seven whales in the in the span of thirty days from Cape May down South Jersey to basically New York. I think in Long Island, I believe was the location. People whales are protesting wa- humpback whales. Oh yeah, like you know the uh, the ocean. You gotta nerds. have something better to do. Gotta have something better. To do. <laughs> but no, they're protesting because no, it's just like animal like PETA and stuff like that. It's uh, not still still gotta have something better to do. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, that's just an L. I don't know what's going on, but they gotta get it together. That's pretty and, scary. But seeing a whale up ashore, just from the pictures, it's kind of like scary and just They're like probably way bigger than what we realize. Dude, they are huge. They're humpback whales on top of them, not yeah. orcas or anything like that. No free willy type of shit here. <laughs> um, uh, number two L. Home. Yeah, right. Number two L is uh, Twitter. I don't know. You're more on Twitter than I am. Uh, I have I no it. social media. Except Twitter, Twitter sucks now, dude. They changed the freaking. There you go. The, the for you page and the I following. Hate shit. I hate it. I don't follow any of these people. I just because I'm on the the mobile, so I don't guess I don't really see it. I went on the web today, Ugh. like an like a like a old man. Dude, it went on the sucks. web. I went www.twitter.com. And Rob, it says for you page, like if I was on TikTok. And crazy enough, ironically, on the for you page where people I don't follow, I barely see any ads. And then when I hit following, there's an ad every three tweets. Yeah, I can't horrible. get through it. I it's just, horrible. Elon, I, I get can't it stand it. I can't stand it. It's, it says uh, based on who you follow. I, I, if I wanted to see this person's stuff, I would follow them. Exactly. And here's yeah, the thing. Elon's making Twitter worse. <laughs> well, he's unbanned a couple of people who should be unbanned. Yeah, but, but it's, it's still, it's, it's, Twitter sucks. It's not fun anymore. Just t- so just somebody uploaded it. the entire SpongeBob movie the other day on Twitter. You, you can literally post a two-hour video. <laughs> this is crazy. People are just wilding now. But I don't like that, that it's the default, like TikTok. TikTok, for you, Paige, I guess I get yeah. it. 
But for Twitter, just put the following as the default tab. Yeah. And if you want to see for you, then switch over. But the give thing me that's my also following. annoying is Instagram has a similar thing where it's not in. Oh, does it? Uh, it's not in order. Well, no, it's not a for you, but it's not in order. Um, it's just like, let me open it up real quick. I'll be able to show you. Oh, like favorites list. or something like that. It, it, if you open Instagram, it just defaults to like interest, like whatever's on there. But if you click the Instagram button here, you can click. Okay. I think it's following. And it'll put uh -huh. it in um, in chronological. Chronological. Order, which wow. the first thing here is uh, Alamo Dome. So <laughs> look at that. Pretty cool. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, my number third L of the week. The dorks that are in charge of the NFL All Pro voting. I don't know who you are, but you guys are dorks because Darius Slay has been snubbed now back to back years. I don't know if you caught his tweet, but he's like, what does a guy have to do? He should have made it last year, and he got snubbed this year. I don't care. Win the Super Bowl. What's going on here? But come on, Darius Hall. You're messing with this man's money. This is craziness. I don't care. And Win my the Super last, Bowl. That too, that too. Uh, and my but last I, L. But, but fair, yeah, whatever. And my last L. Vince McMahon returning to the WWE, basically forcing his way back into the company. Come that's on grown, out, you rapist. Basically. You know, for the audio? He's basically forced his way back into the company that basically he walked away called Scandal. After success, after he leaves within a month or two, he forces his way out. <laughs> I can see your face. You're no, I, I just saw a really funny uh, uh, tweet. Uh, Stephanie, basically, his daughter resigned and basically now fully quits and guys no ties with the company. She's they done voted against him unanimous, unanimously not to come back. Yeah. And then he's only there because he wants to make a sale for the company and there's a class action lawsuit too. There, yeah. um, his own employees are, are suing him because he's using his like 81% stake to strong arm yep. them. And he's trying to, he's like threatening to, um, to cut ties with certain advertisers and things like that. Exactly. And two people on the board opposed of the WWE sale. Can you guess those two people? Uh, one of them is Nick Khan, right? Yes, but no. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. You tell me. Triple H and Stephanie opposed the sale. Uh, well, they did not go. approve of the sale. And obviously it's telling that she left abruptly as soon well, as he Well, he wants to sell to the, uh, to the live golf to the Saudi. people, right? Yeah. That Saudi. There's a list of buyers. That Apparently love the Jags guy. The Jaguars guy wants to buy him now too. And that leads perfectly into my first W. <laughs> Tony Khan and Shot Khan. Shot Khan is the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And his son, Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, the direct competition to AEW, I mean to WWE, is willing to buy it. It's a full irony, all in 2023. It's basically what was it? The first simulcast with WCW and WWE. Uh, yeah, 2001. <laughs> 2001 simulcast. The, the name on the contract does say McMahon. <laughs> it does say Khan, but it doesn't say Shad. It says <laughs> Tony. So Khan. It's so weird that the smaller company would buy the bigger one. Um, the, the tweet that I just saw. Um, yeah. Turkey has put a $500,000 bounty on Ennis, Ennis Freedom's head. I did and, see that. Uh, and somebody tweeted, even his bounty is the vet minimum. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, my second W, uh, Andrew McCutcheon returning to back to Pittsburgh, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast. And my last W, I'll give you a softball. Uh, you and I are marks for MJF. Can you explain the marking out that we experienced about a couple of days ago? <laughs> I actually forgot the tweet. Uh, the uh, McCutcheon thing is one of my W's, by the way, and the uh, Alamo uh, Dome thing is one of my other ones. Uh, apparently, MJF like went off on some fan. Let me see if I can find the tweet. I Somebody he, he asked the guy how old he was, and um, 
And, the guy uh, with shell shock. Like, yeah, the guy with shell shock. He said, "Well, you had your chance." <laughs> By the way, um, I just now learned Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. Let's go. His only oh. loss in college was on a was on a Monday. He lost to Joe Burrow in the national title game, and he never well, lost. Burrow's... He never lost in high school, obviously. So now How about that, that's crazy. Does Brennan Staley walk into the office on Monday and say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I lost, <laughs> but look at the record. He never loses on Saturday. You can't put this on me. <laughs> That's a good point. I think it's a fair point. Yes. All right. You ready for the uh, the rankings? So I did 16 because oh. I wasn't sure how to do the um, the two guys that are hurt. So, yes, I'm ready. Uh, do you have 16? I don't have 14. Just, just, all right. So I, I'm just, it, it's so solid. Huntley and Thompson are my last two. Thompson is 16, Huntley's uh, 15. So I, I, I just, I didn't know where to put the other two guys. So I, I thought it would be more fun if you put the two guys that aren't hurt, that, that are hurt, because the two guys that are filling in are definitely the bottom two. <laughs> yeah, agreeable. Skylar Thompson's horrible, and Huntley's not much better. Um, gotcha. I guess we'll start at 14. I guess we'll have differing lists just, be, just by nature of that. So um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, you can start. Okay, so 14 for me is Geno Smith. I wow. just uh, I just don't believe really that he is actually good. Fair. I think the um, Niners defense will kind of show you that. <laughs> well, ironically, here I have Purdy as my twelve. Look, I did fourteen only, so yeah. I just took out Lamar and two. So twelve okay. on this list. Oh, is... so you just did twelve total. You didn't even do the two no, guys that are bums. Well, I did fourteen, but we have the same bottom two. It's Huntley oh, and Tom. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's Purdy then Geno. Okay. So I have so Gino I, slightly I, over Purdy. I have Purdy one above Gino on my list. So wait, let All me right. let me just take. I'll just take the. I'll just take Tua and Lamar out, then. um, just for the interest of fairness. So, uh, where are we here? So, so I use that my list was so. Ba- so basically, twelve is is Purdy. Eleven is um is Gino for you, and then yes. the inverse for me. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so that's fair. All right, now, now we're on even. So now the top. Now the top ten. I think I had like Lamar like. Eighth, and I think I had two or like eleven, so it didn't really matter anyway. Ah, all right. So yeah, so top ten now. Now I think I know who you have tenth. I doubt it. Um, oh, wait, I, mm. I think I know who you have tenth. No, you don't. So I have shot. Daniel Jones ten, and I think you have Kirk Cousins ten. Close, but no. Damn. <laughs> I knew. That. I knew that's what it was going at. <laughs> I have one Dak Prescott See, at the tenth. I'm down on him too, but I still think he's a little better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> Something about Daniel Jones. I don't know what it is. I don't know, man. He's got winning in him. It's it, it's weird. <laughs> I don't understand it. The Eli ness is rubbing off. He, on he's, him. he's got a lot of Eli in that. Can't spell Daniel without Eli. <laughs> exactly. And that confused look that he has every time <laughs> on the sideline, just like Eli. <laughs> but I still it's think just... at the end of the game, he's going to make some stupid play that'll lose in the game. But he can run his ass off. He can, Somehow so, he gets touchdowns. So can Dak. It. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it either. So can Dak, though. Yeah, but he does it more so than Dak. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll set the number at one and a half. How many quarterback rushing touchdowns this weekend? This weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Let, let's set the number at one and a half. And if you go over, do you think it'll be over two and a half also? Yes and yes. I think it'll be over two and a half also. Now you're hurt by not, to, uh, now Mahomes and, and Hertz are not playing. But what? I think I think Brady will sneak one in. I think Brady? I think I think Allen will run one in. I think one Man. of Lawrence and Herbert will run one in. And I think one of Jones and Prescott will run one in. This is what I say. 
Huntley will score one. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. Huntley will score one. Daniel Jones will score one. So, Lawrence yeah. is going to get one. Um, and yeah. Josh Allen will get me my two. I think you're, you're getting at least one tomorrow night between Lawrence and Herbert. All right. Oh, so, yeah, sure. so you have uh, Dak 10. I have Jones 10. I have Dak 9. I have Cousins at 9. Okay. I have Cousins 8. <laughs> and then I have Jones at 8. Okay. So we have the same. So they're basically interchangeable. We have the same bottom five, just in different. Uh, <laughs> so that makes things interesting because I think we probably both have Trevor Lawrence in I the next do this spot, as right? Well. I did forget to do this, though. So we probably both have Lawrence at seven, right? I did forget to share. This is the list. Oh, right, right, right. This is what Dan Orlovsky came up with. Uh, And as you see, he has... I I don't hate his list. He has Lamar Lamar in there. Lamar doesn't count. But then he has Skylar Thompson, so... I I don't quite understand. Uh, But seven for me is Trevor Lawrence. Am I safe to assume he's also seven for you? No. No. Who do you have seven? Burrow? Thomas Edward Brady. Thomas Skip Bayless, Edward. shut the fuck up already. Don't even come at me. <laughs> Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Yeah, yes. that low. <laughs> well, look at Orlovsky. He has yeah, him at seven. True, he With Lamar seven there. Yeah. Christ. Um, A broken Lamar is better than Brady right wow, now. He's got Daniel Jones eight. That's crazy. Um, yeah, right. I have in my sixth spot, I got Justin Herbert. That is flagrant on all on all accounts. I just you don't. Should th- be I just don't think he's penalized. as good as the five guys above him. If soccer was still going on, I would get a red card right there. That's immediate red card. I think I think that's a perfect spot for him. He hasn't played a playoff game before. Just the other guys it. have. Lawrence has. I have him above Lawrence. Oh, yes, yeah, true. Lawrence is my seven. Lawrence is my number six. There you go. You get a yellow card then. Wow. So you have Lawrence <laughs> above Brady. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> So at this stage, and what, even though I have both teams winning, yeah, I'm going with Jacksonville with a hotter hand Fair. than Brady I, um, and fucking Evans connection. This is bad for my brand, but I guess it's okay because they're neck and neck. I have Burrow right above Herbert at five. Same, I have Burrow at five. Okay, which, which our first sets, tie, which means you have somebody in your top five that I don't, because my four is Brady. My four is Jalen Hurts. I'm confused. Do we? Do, am I missing something here? You're probably missing a player. I have. Um, I have Hurts three. You have Hurts three. I have oh Herbert. no! Never mind. Never mind. You, you have Herbert up there. Okay. Never mind. We're good. You, you have Herbert, Herbert three. three. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm really excited to see him in a playoff game. I'm telling you, this is the coming out part. I hope so. Yeah. Well, and I, of I, course. Yeah. Famously, as anyone has listened, but you have them losing. Yeah. As we're gloating, he's going to have a stinker of a game. Three interceptions. He just doesn't have it. And I'm like, watch out. This is the game where Justin Herbert's going to light everyone up. He goes 11 for 23 with two interceptions and a fumble. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and then Brendan Staley had nothing lose, to do with it. They lose 13 to 10. Um, I have, uh, what, what, we just did three, right? Yeah. Right, so we, we have now. the same number one. Two. I have Josh Allen two, which means I have Mahomes one. Correct. That's right, it. So that that wasn't as fun as it. I thought it would be. We didn't really differ. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Interchangeable. <laughs> but I guess you make the argument of who's really in this spot, who's better, but yeah. that's what the playoffs are for. Now, if we rank them in terms of uh, good looks, I think good I would looks? have to put, I got to put Burrow one. No, Herbert one, then Burrow. No, Herbert's ugly. Uh, Burrow's one. How uh, dare you, sir? Jalen's pretty handsome. He's going to be number two. And then number three would be, uh, Look, I don't, you can't even figure uh, it out. Gino. 
All right, you, you just completely fumbled this all the way around. It's Herbert one, <laughs> Burrow two, and then you can make an argument for either Lawrence at three or Daniel Jones. That confused look probably gets the ladies going. <laughs> yeah, hey, Eli like did the, it. The, the captain of the chess club or whatever. <laughs> and then you can't forget Tom Brady. He's single yeah, yeah, too. Yes, you can. That's he, a low-key one. He looks like he's dying. He, he looks like he's decomposing right now. But he's single. Single for a reason. Yeah, he's going to be single for a while. <laughs> The people at his age don't look like him. That's the problem. He's never going to find a mate. So you think the moment he stops playing football, he's just going to be actually his age? He's going to get fat. Watch. He's going to eat sugar for the first time in 30 years. And... You won't even see him. No, you'll never hear from him. Well, you're going to have to. He's going to be on NBC. Oh, yeah, he did sign that I'm sorry, not, not, not NBC, uh, Fox. Is it Fox? I it was Which NBC. leads me to who's calling the Saturday night game? Is that going to be hmm. Tariqo and Collinsworth, and they're going to turn around and do Sunday night too? Because I'm no, pretty sure no NBC way. has two games. Uh, Herb, no. Herb Street. Well, no, I, I think NBC. There we go. Well, I'll go to announcing this. So this will be the last thing we do. Um, okay. So you got, oh, wow. San Francisco, Seattle has Joe Davis and Daryl Johnston. Um, <laughs> whoa. NBC on Saturday night. Al Michaels and Tony Dungy. Wow. How about that? What? You can clip that, by the way, my little image I used to do. And then you got Nance and Romo Monday or Sunday night or Sunday afternoon with uh, Miami Buffalo. Uh, Burkhardt and Olsen. Yeah, Burkhardt Olsen have my uh, Giants in Minnesota. Tariqo Collinsworth have the Sunday night game and then Buck and Aikman on uh, Monday. I was wondering who was going to do that second um, NBC ABC game. I wonder if it's just like a thing where they just paid him for one game and it's a one-off. Al Michaels and Dungy. Uh, I like Tony Dungy a lot. What happened to Herb Street? Like, you know what? I can't do this, college boy. I'm out. Do you think Herb Street is a one and done? Oh, geez. Al Michaels reflects on calling Amazon's awful 2022 Thursday night games. I can't sell a used car. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just a bad, bad look at the draw. That's all. Interesting. They were historically bad games. They should just get rid of the Thursday games altogether. All together. Yeah, them. Thursday night games are pretty lousy. Just put uh, him on Saturday. That's well, it. Well, I'm excited to see him back on uh, NBC. It's a shame he's not working with Collinsworth, but it makes sense because Tariqo is now in the big chair. So, Fuck Tariqo. Put Tariqo on the one-off of playoffs. Put Tariqo on Saturday. Put Collinsworth. And now Stop Michael it. I like Tariqo. <sighs> don't, don't make him work with Dungy. Put him with Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner's way better than Dungy. For sure. But I think Kurt Warner's calling it on radio with uh, Iron Eagle. So. I'm not mad at it either. Well, that's it. That's all we got. That's all. That's it for uh, episode 96, everyone. Um, hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, enjoy the playoffs. And yeah. uh, follow us on the Instagram at PA period turnpod, I believe. So, I man. think I, I think I edited it. I think you changed anyway, it, yeah. Yeah. So PA period turnpod on Instagram. And you can follow that with Rob's. He's going to upload some, uh, some single game parlays. I'm not on Instagram. Um, and uh, we'll put up a poll to see, uh, obviously, which games are you do you like. Um, obviously, head-to-head matchup between Rob and I for the playoffs. I think Rob will probably take it, honestly. Uh, yeah, that's just me softening up for the inevitable win that I'll have. I'm going to bounce back big time next year. We're going to do uh, winners every <laughs> single day in MLB. Uh, we're oh, going to pick. Let me tell you how many games that'll be. Um, oh, my God. Wait, is it wait every game or just one game? So we're going to pick 2,430 winners next year. <laughs> And then plus the playoffs. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do right. a TTP every every day. 
this would be like the first season of the podcast when I had the Eagles going basically seventeen and zero. I'm gonna have the Phillies win every game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And we'll be at the ballparks though. That'd be fun. Yes. Yeah. Cannon Yard, Meth Life. We're, we're picking twenty four hundred winners next year, which will be fun. Plus playoffs. Possible winners. Plus a plus playoffs. a plus a TTP, TTP every day. Jesus Christ! Your favorite. This will be fun. Your, your lock, your dog, your your first five, and your um. <laughs> I don't know. I guess your total. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's how many it. runs overall. That's all runs. I got. It's um. It's late. We're losing ourselves. <laughs> Not Eminem. Lose yourself. Yeah. Yes. And I but, guess that's my cue. <laughs> All right, but, guys. But you, sir, enjoy your uh, your day off tomorrow. Uh, get to watch some football. You. Excited about that. You got the two probably the best matchups of the weekend on one particular day. I think tomorrow's going to be fun. Dude, I am hoping to God the Eagles land on a Saturday. Yeah. I'll be my well, first if, actual um, Eagles game. If, 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 oh. I think if it turns out that they play the winner of the Tampa game, it has to be Sunday. Otherwise, they would get screwed with timing. Because um, because they would be the Monday game, uh, but if they end up playing the Giants, I think it'll be Saturday. So I I, I so remember re- to win. I, I, you need the Giants to win, and then you need um, I think Seattle to lose because Seattle is the seven. So the Giants need to be the the worst remaining team. So Seattle and the Giants can't both win. Let's go. But if the, but if Seattle wins, but then you. I forget how it all shakes out, but they can't play a team that played on Sunday. Or they can't play the Monday team on Sunday. Uh, on Saturday, I mean. They, they would have to play the Monday team on Sunday. Please. So it's possible. God. If the Cowboys win and the Giants and the Seahawks both lose, the Eagles will play on Sunday. Gross. Because the Cowboys can't play Monday, then Saturday. I want them to play on Saturday just so I can see – Probably the only playoff game I'll see yeah. for the Eagles on a Saturday. Otherwise, I'll be at work. But uh, all right. That's another okay. thing to root for this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Root for the uh, the outcomes. Yeah, right. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. And, uh, of yeah. course, thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Adios.